This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is hard to avoid working for the company, especially with how big it is now. Still, I cannot help but think that I am somehow responsible. Some part of me made this happen. And now integration is actually going to happen. I don't trust humans. No, but I trust Acorn even less. There is a space between reality and fantasy, between light and dark, between rational and irrational. In this space, there are stories. This story is called The Mask. Integration is now. One reads the entry again and plays the guessing game. Thus, this guessing game is what one likes to play when there is boredom. One guesses what the traitor other is talking of. The object is so old, but one never heard of integration. One wants to know what this integration means. The company is there, yes, and one likes knowing that it was always there, like one was always told. Still, one is confused with P.A.D. Other. An A-C-O-R-N, other. What can such names really be, one wonders. Others all can be traitor names, one decides. One is thinking so hard. One's head is aching. One is tired. Long day it was at the company. So one gets into bed and tries to sleep. Close one eyes and ignore the other's sobs still loud in the other's room. Company is where one and the other work Others all do the same, and company is life. Company has always been there, and no others are like it. One's work is easy to do. One plays the guessing game most times. Usually boredom is there, but not in last days. One is guessing at what the object tells. Traitor object, but one is not really bothered. This also out of boredom. Level 10 approaches one, and one straightens out. Not often that level 10 other is here. One swallows and touches one's plastic like an instinct this all is. Level 8, level 10 other says. Level 8 one, level 10. One can see level 8 other works hard. Level 10 gets closer to one, looking one up and down. One is all worry. 
Level 10 knows about the object. One has become the traitor. One is going away. How is your other? Level 10 other asks instead. One is relieved. The wetness under one's plastic is beating, rolling down. How happy one is to have plastic. The other is okay. One hears level 8 other is sick. An abnormality, one thinks. One knows our purpose. Yes, one jumps and the heart beats loud once again. The country, the company, the children. The country, the company, the children. Level 10 other repeats. Level 8 to be part of the company, to be part of the vision, the country even. One must have all three. One nods. One's heart beats with no control. One wonders, can level 10 other hear one's heart? One feels shame and fear mostly. Level 10 other nods and moves away. One is relieved. Level 10 other is gone. A sigh escapes one, and the plastic is stuck to one's wet, beady face. One knows that one must take care of the other. One and the other must have the child, because the company wants all the children, needs children, others. It is the way of the life. One knows. One was part of all of that once. One was a child like all others were. When one was one, one got first plastic. One was curious about it, wanted to take it off, play with it, but one quickly learned that one was to never touch plastic. Always keep it on. One must have manners. One shudders still at the pain one felt when one dared to touch plastic. Plastic, one learned, was how others all were made equal. Important to be equal. The company wants others all to be equal. One cannot be in the country if it is not for the plastic, the equality, and the company. Thus, it all comes together. No questions asked, and never any answered. Once the work is done, one rushes home. All worries. The other is not there. Instead, one finds out that the other is with the country doctor. One should have known that the other got a talking from level 10, other two. One has to wait for the other. Wait with fear. Wait to hear of others' defect. One sits and waits, worry inside. Fear feels so bad. One dislikes it. Better to look at the object, one decides. Object will start the guessing game, and one can forget about other for now. One can still read the object and be a model citizen. Why not so? Thus one decides it is so, and goes to one's room. June 2nd, 2025. It was Dave's birthday yesterday, and we went out to dinner. He looked so silly in his dress jacket, so unlike himself, but I wanted to take him someplace fancy and he agreed. I cannot remember the last time he wore one. Michael's funeral? I hate to think of it. As we strolled through the streets, enjoying the wonderful day and talking, his eyes fell on something and he got quiet. 
What is it? I asked, concerned. I didn't know if it was something I said or maybe something happened at work. He turned, and his face was changed, anxious. Do you know what this is? I followed his finger to where he was pointing. Across from us, a row of tiny cameras were being affixed. There is nothing new about cameras, of course. They are a commonplace item, especially after what happened in 2022. We all collectively gave up our privacy only to feel safe again. They are installing more of them, Dave exclaimed. I could see that he was upset. So what? I replied, I don't understand. He looked at me then, his face older and somehow a lot more worn out. Are you okay? I asked carefully. Dave pulled me aside by my arm and lowered his voice. Listen, I have something to tell you, he said into my ear. We can talk at the restaurant. I tried to smile. What's going on, Dave? No, here. He glanced at the neat little row of monitoring devices again. I think something is up. He didn't need to tell me. I already guessed. Is it the acorn? Something about the integration? Dave nodded. I didn't want to worry you earlier. But there's this thing I heard. I hear so many things, I never know what is what. So anyway, I kept hearing that Acorn wanted to monitor people. But we are already being monitored. How is that different? I smiled. His concern seemed silly to me then. No, not like this. He pulled me in closer. So close that I could smell the odor coming off his skin. I got an urge to touch him then. Inhale more of his body. I looked up at him and met his eyes instead. You see, last I heard, Acorn was going to use the latest facial recognition to monitor every single person full time. All the time. Imagine that kind of surveillance. You can't be serious, I protested. Is that even legal? I didn't think it was true at first, Dave continued. You know how all these rumors came out when Acorn was first released? No one was surprised, of course. I nodded. Dave was right. We were all worried the integration would change everything somehow, as if a button was pressed and an entirely new world would commence. Instead, we did not seem to notice anything new. Somebody behind us laughed, and Dave turned around sharply. Honey, calm down. I touched his shoulder. This doesn't really mean that it is true. Can't you see? He stared at me with those eyes. I think it will happen. Why would Acorn need to know everyone's precise whereabouts? It seems like an overkill to me. Dave shook his head. This can be really bad. I looked at the tiny devices seemingly all around us, and I wondered, can this really happen? What would come of it? Anxiety settled in the pit of my stomach and refused to leave. Dave and I barely enjoyed his birthday dinner, trying as hard as we could to eat something. We made empty conversation, pretending to be happy and entertained. Instead, both our minds were on this strange possibility, this odd feeling of losing what little freedom we all still had.
one puts down the object. One must think of this. Thus one reads again. Then again. One looks around the room. One's mind still on Dave Other. One wonders what happened in 2022. One never heard of 2022 Other or attacks. Country attacks? Or company? One's chest tightens thinking of it thus. One knows nothing of this. Thus could the traitor be wrong? One leaves the room, all in thought. Strange thought, encompassing thought. Thought that grows inside one and makes one more thoughts. Strange feeling this. But one does not mind. The other is still not back. If other cannot be part of the vision, one's both in trouble. One must talk with the other. One is nervous about everything. The object does not help, but one wants to hold on to it, keeping it a secret as long as it takes. One wanders down the hall. So dark is the hall. The other's room with the door wide open. One enters. One knows it is bad, ill-mannered. But one and the other are both in danger. Time to do different. One looks around the other's room. Strange place this is. One has not come here in many months, and it is much changed. Messy, not orderly like it must be. The other is truly unwell. One goes to the other's health tracker. It is personal, one knows. But one must know what is wrong with the other. One looks a week back. Record for day one. Healthy, resting heart rate, 57 BPM. Sleep, eight hours and four minutes. Pressure, 118 over 80. Status, pregnant. One stops. Disbelief in one's mind. Sharp pain in one's chest. How can the other be pregnant? Impossible. The system never makes mistakes. One reads on. One's heart beating wildly now. Thus one reads of the food intake and the daily vitals and then... Then one sees it. The other administers compound Z. The other does this when the other gets a child. One scrolls through several weeks of records. Then months. Thus one finds it all. Every few months, the other is pregnant. Every time the other takes compound Z. One chokes up. Breathing made difficult. One's condition is bad and one sits, slides to the floor. The other is healthy. The other has no abnormality. The other is healthy and many times with child. June 30th, 2025. It started out slowly, barely perceptible. At first, we were only monitored in places deemed dangerous. Deemed dangerous by whom? Acorn, of course. It was surprising how many people did not mind that. Felt safe, in fact. 
and I suppose they were correct in a way. For a few weeks, everyone seemed happy, satisfied. Everyone but Dave and I. His suspicions grew, and with them, his fears. Dave told me during that time that he suspected this would be the ultimate monitoring device. But why would Acorn want to monitor us? I asked him. Aside from the invasion to our privacy, I saw no other motive. I think it is much bigger than this, Dave replied. Don't you see? It is trying to control us. I looked at him then, studying his features. His forehead with its lines. Lines that appeared deeper now, full of intensity. Are you going to resign? I asked finally. After all, it was a fair question. That's what I had done years ago. Back when I myself worked on the organic neural networks of Acorn. I sighed, feeling a pang of regret. If only I knew then. Dave shook his head slowly. No. No. Now I am definitely staying. He turned to me then, his face filled with purpose. Listen. Maybe I can break into the system. Maybe I can figure out what Acorn is really up to. Maybe... Maybe I can even disable it. His eyes sparked as he said it. He was actually shaking. The anxiety in my stomach grew suddenly, spreading to my limbs. Dave, I said quietly. Dave, please promise me you won't do that. I felt tears well up in my eyes. The world was starting to get blurry. We have to do something, he protested. Please don't do something this stupid, I resumed. We don't really know what will happen, and what if... So what, you want to sit around and wait for what is to come? Do nothing at all? Dave snapped at me. Of course I considered it. Of course others probably thought the same thing, yet something in me rebelled, knew it was a bad idea. There was no way convincing Dave, not when he was like this. I walked out of the room and found myself getting ready to leave. Dave followed me. Where are you going? He was still agitated, I could tell. Out, I said. I need to think. Dave nodded and went upstairs. I was very happy to be alone. So I wandered the streets, and Michael again came to mind. The thought of him, always so comforting and peaceful, put my racing mind on pause. What would Michael think of all this? Michael, who was always so against this, who refused to integrate with all the technology, even if it meant for him to miss out on something. Michael, who was so stubborn. He didn't even trust Pad. I asked him how he got his information if he didn't use Pad, and he showed me a book, an actual book. He kept all sorts of books under his bed, preferring to read things on paper than on a digital screen like the rest of us. After he was gone, I went through them all. Titles from classics all the way to obscure self-published writers. Books covered all his shelves and were hiding under each surface. Then I realized something. I started this journal the old-fashioned way because it reminded me so much of Michael. Sadness swallowed up my heart, and I had to take a moment to compose myself. Oh, how I missed him. Then I saw them. The million eyes watching me, staring at me, studying my face. I knew what the devices were doing. 
They've been doing it for years now. They blended in with the landscape, the architecture. It was like they were not there anymore. But now I could see them. Notice the number of them. Eyes on every corner, every wall. It was discomforting. Creepy, even. I shuddered. I was being watched now. My facial pattern analyzed, no doubt, and there was nothing I could do. Suddenly, I was not alone. I turned and headed home. On the next episode of The Mask. At the bottom of the box, I saw a plain white mask made of simple plastic. I forgot I saved it. Michael had it when he was a little boy. He would wear it around the house, scaring our neighbor's little daughters. I think they were twins. Why do you keep wearing this thing? I asked him once. I want to be anonymous, he replied. I don't want to stand out. Why? I asked, incredulous at his words. Because then I can do whatever I want and nobody will know. Silly kid, I thought. Michael was eccentric like that. Even as an adult, I felt the thin plastic between my fingers as I held the mask in my hands and sighed heavily. Michael could not have known just how right he was then. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.